Hello and welcome to a new series on the Garage Wire podcast with me, Mike Ruff, Garage Wire editor. We've got some brilliant guests lined up over the course of the series, during which there'll be lots of electric vehicle chat, details of new and exciting automotive technologies, including how augmented reality could help technicians identify the correct replacement parts. Today, though, we're talking ServiceShore, a national network of independent garages established by the Parts Alliance. And who better to get us started than Adam Rogers, owner of A1 Motorist Centre in Kent, which has just been named ServiceShore Auto Centre of the Year. Adam, thanks for joining us on the Garage Wild podcast and congratulations on the award win. Thank you. You managed to beat off stiff competition from all 557 ServiceShore network members. How does it feel? Uh, well, it, it's great. It's, it's, um, it's great to see some recognition of the service that we provide to our customers, um, you know, in, in amongst quite a, a strong competition and a, a powerful peer group. Did it come as a bit of a surprise? It did, yeah. We, we had a suspicion that we'd won the um, regional one again, but yeah, when we got the national, it was, uh, yeah, it was quite exciting. So why do you think you were selected as a winner? Well, um, I think it's based upon our, our reputation. Um, in both cases, that's how the, the awards work. It's, it's based on reputation and customer feedback. Um, and hopefully you know, that, that's why we've won, because we're, we're, we're good with our customers. Um, we're, we're deemed to be trustworthy, um, and, and that's where the, the awards come from. And well-deserved from what I hear. Um, can you tell us a bit more about your workshop? How do you guys operate? We offer um, all motor vehicle repairs both mechanical and body shop um, we've got our own tyre bay um, which offers alignment and ADAS calibrations uh, we've been going for 16 years and we, we run over four different sites um, there's, we've got 32 staff um, we run over 14 ramps um, yeah so it's, it's built up over the years how long have you been a service Shore network member for six years now and how does it add value to you as a business? The amount of things that it, it, it gives us opportunity to use. I mean, we, we get like a um, a corporate sort of image and still re- remain being an independent garage. Um, and But it gives us things like the uh, national uh, nationwide warranty scheme, um, which we've had to use a couple of times, and it's been absolutely seamless. We literally make a phone call um, and uh, it just gets dealt with. It's great. We're down in, on the coast in Kent and we get a lot of holiday makers and it's a great sort of selling point, a unique selling point. You know, and we get access to training providers and such like that we probably wouldn't as an independent garage. Sure, they, they've been a great asset to our business. Now we all know it's been a challenging 12 months, but how's business been for you? We, we stayed open um, all through the COVID period and, and such like, but it, it was very, very down. Um, however, it's, it's bounced back actually to probably better figures than it was before before covid um currently we are ridiculously busy um thankfully and keeping everything going the mot's have gone nuts um we're at least a week ahead and we we do between the two sites we probably do 17 18 mot's every day um and we're still a week 10 days ahead yeah we're in the height of that mot demand at the moment how is it playing out at your place yeah, I mean, all, several of our mechanics are MOT testers, so we're just trying to split the load for the extra MOTs up between them. Um, we're doing slightly longer hours. Um, we are I'm in an R in with opening another MOT bay, but that that's possibly in the future. But yeah, we, we're getting around it, but we're still struggling a wee bit. Once again, congratulations on that award win. Thanks for coming on and telling us about it, and uh, we hope you enjoy continued success. 
It's a pl bit of pleasure. Thank you. Sticking with the Service Shore theme, I'm really pleased to welcome on the man behind the network. Starting his career as a college leaver at motor factor chain Godfrey Homes, he went on to hold various positions at Unipart Automotive, including heading up the Unipart Car Care Centre programme. For the last seven years though, he's been busy growing the Service Shore Auto Centre's network as head of garage programmes at the Parts Alliance. Paul Deneen, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Mike. It's the 10th anniversary of Service Shore this year, and it's widely renowned and respected, but for anyone that's listening that may not be familiar with the network, could you introduce it for us, please? Yeah, well, Service Shore's um, a network of 557 um, garages, um, all like-minded uh, garage owners that are looking for to be different from the garage down the road, uh, and also be, to belong to something that, that adds value to their customers, and also giving their customers the confidence that the repair on their car is looked after not just locally but nationally as well so there's a huge value on the national warranty um, also the parts are fitted or OE matching or OE quality products and that's the reason they want to be long to also we give them great business building ideas we also furnish them with money saving ideas and we also help furnish them with some training discounted training and also some standards um, you know the garage trade today I think is is all about you know getting the right standard getting the right um I guess the recipe for the, the customer and it's about retaining the customer and I think that ServiceShore delivers all of that. The ServiceShore network really is one that's often recommended. Your members are really passionate about it but what is it about ServiceShore that makes it so different to other networks? The first thing we need to, to consider is that the, the, the ServiceShore works closely with the local branch. Now the local branch is the interact and I think the branches work very closely with the, the garage and look after the garage and I think ServiceShore, the team help the garage develop their business and also make sure we manage that interaction and that relationship with the local branch as well. And, and I guess the garage likes to be part of something. And, you know, it, you've got the connection with the local branch. You've got the also you've got the national connection with ServiceShore. I think that's what really underpins it all to me. The branch teams, the ServiceShore teams and the garage working together. You've made the, the benefits for garages obvious there. But what about the benefits for their customers? Um, the biggest benefit to their customer is the national warranty. Um, and the other benefit is knowing that, that the, the, the retail customers go into a garage that's well-trained. It's got good qualities. Um, it works to standards. And any complaints that are taking place, you know, usually managed for the motor ombudsman. Um, all of our garages have to belong to an ADR. Um, and again, that should give the motorist, you know, I, I think there's loads of places a motorist can go to to um, get a vehicle repair. Um we're not the cheapest, but we definitely do give the best service and we give the best quality service and it's underpinned by, you know, as I said, that national warranty. Um, you know, price price when it comes to servicing a vehicle is not the be on end all, it's about the quality and it's about retention. Earlier in the podcast, we caught up with Adam Rogers, owner of A1 Motorist Centre in Kent, which, of course, recently picked up the Service Shore Auto Centre of the Year award. Could you talk us through how the awards work? We invite garages to, to apply for the, the, the rewards every year. Um, and we get quite a number applying every single year. And what we do then, we use a 12-point check. So we got a, a, a measurement of 12 different criteria. Um, and then after we've got down to the final um, few customers we then put it to a panel and then the panel looks at um, customer feedback we look at um, the premises we look at how the business is running um, and it, it really is a comes down to the last last point at the very end to, to come up with a national win the, the, the actual competition is so tight 
the quality, you know, every, every year we find it more difficult to actually pinpoint the ultimate winner because there is only literally sometimes one single point in it and it is very difficult. But I guess that's that's testament to the, the network growing, you know, in, in, in size and also, uh, you know, we're improving standards in the garages along the way. That's what we're all about, you know, improving standards within the aftermarket. You kindly invited me along to the awards again this year. It was a fantastic evening at Coombe Abbey in Coventry with British darts champion Fallon Chirac and Olympic gold medalist Sally Gunnell, OBE, both in attendance. The event seems to get bigger and bigger every year, Paul. Yeah, uh, I think the change this year, we've we've had more categories, we've invited more garages. We also had um, a couple of winners from last year which couldn't make it due to lockdown, so out of courtesy we invited them along to actually experience the awards as well. We also had a, a full house of the senior management of the Parts Alliance there, which was, uh, you know, testament to how the the whole business is driving and getting behind service. Sure, um, and you know, next year is going to be bigger and better again. Um, you know, we started four years ago with the awards, and we had twenty six people at the awards. Um, the following year we had fifty eight, and obviously we missed year four. Um, and, and you know, this year we had 110 there, so you know who knows we're going to be next year. Also in attendance was Mark Eburn, the new president and COO at the Parts Alliance. Three weeks into the role, Mark gave a speech on the awards evening, and he mentioned that he was surprised by the popularity of Service Shore, and also revealed that you're planning to double the number of garage members over the next couple of years. How, how do you intend on doing that? Yes, um, you know, I think Mark was a, an early adopter to the um, the servicial program. I think, uh, you know, for me, um, I think he sees the benefits of it and sees how much it uh, sort of knits us, the customer, and, and the retail customer together. Um, yes, the, the gauntlet was was laid down. Um, the challenge is accepted. Um, you know, we, we really do want to grow the network to that, that size, um, it, not to the detriment of the garages that are already in the program. Uh, very strict postcode policy. Um, and again, it's going to be uh, an invite um, only basis as well because we want to pick the garages that you know we want to want to join the network because we only want the best on the network so uh, yeah we'll we're, certainly be working hard to that goal in the next 12 months and I understand that you've got some exciting initiatives due to be rolled out in the coming weeks yes there will be yeah um, obviously for obvious reasons I don't go into too much detail we, we're, we're certainly looking at um, you know something big for the EV market um, and you know, next year we're looking at more product um, developed programs as well to help the garages uh, a get the training and b you know drive the product sales. You've teed me up nicely there, Paul, because you can't have an industry conversation anymore without mentioning electric vehicles. So where does Service Shore stand when it comes to future proofing independent garages for the UK's fast growing electric vehicle car park? Okay, I think initially we need to be looking at what's the garage need right now. What they need right now is training. Um, so we're focusing most of our efforts on the training side of things. Um, and then the next they think they have to train is technical support. So again, we're, we are um, working very hard and getting the technical support side of things locked down, ready for our um, EV um, launch, as it were. Um, so yeah, I think that's the first initial things, marketing the, the product as well, and also getting the consumer to understand that you know the, the aftermarket, certainly through the service tool program is a, is a great place to go other than the main dealers. The, the way the, the press is discussing things, the EV market is probably jumped forward 10 years to what it was, we were thinking it was gonna be two years ago prior to, to lockdown. Um, new car sales are predominantly EV now rather than the ICE. So yeah, I think it's gonna move very, very fast. Um, and, and I know everybody's saying that the, the aftermarket won't see things for three years, but fleet companies, 
who are seeing these new vehicles do use the aftermarket as a first choice rather than the, the main dealers. So it's going to hit us a lot quicker than I think uh, we, we imagine. I think you could be right there. Latest data from the Society of Motor Manufacturers and Traders show that plug-in vehicles now account for 16.6% of all new car registrations so far this year. And when you consider hybrid electric vehicles, it means that more than a quarter of the new car market has now been electrified. Other than electric vehicles, what do you think are the biggest challenges faced by independent garages at the moment? Talking to many of them, I think that the biggest challenge we're all going to have to face, and I think this is a levelling off of the um, MOT, because we're all, we're all living in this huge bubble of demand at the minute, um, that will level off. And I, I guess where everybody's being busy, they're not future-proofing their businesses too much. Um, and, and now is the time to think about the future proofing. And I think that's probably really the biggest challenge. So working on customer retention, for one, that, that's got to be the number one goal because customers are quite fluid now. You know, they're, they're being enticed to go elsewhere with different offers. But it's, it's also about relationship and it's about getting the garage to build a relationship with the, the customer. You know, how, how do you keep that customer? How do you help that customer keep his car running also how do you engage with that customer's friends and family and all that needs to be thought through um because you know every customer's got half a dozen customers that you can tap into if you want to it's about it's about how you make that work um and the same number one jobs keep the customers you got and i guess that's where the service shore support comes in to help garages navigate these challenges yeah absolutely we've got you know got a team of sales managers and you know they're all pretty good advisors to to the service shores you know as i said they they can help them with business building solutions and to help them gain more customers we can talk to them about reducing costs and saving money um and we can also talk to them about training and also um standards as well so you know we're we're working it's probably stuff they'd have to go and look for spend an awful lot of time making phone calls for and and you know a lot of times money when you own a business and we can provide all that solution to them i think our philosophy is that at the end of the day we help you grow your business and you know you spend more with us as a, lo- a local branch um, and that, that's always been our philosophy we've never made you know huge strides to to make money out of the program as it were it's a relationship is the relationship is we'll help you grow your business which helps us grow our business and, and i think that's a strong message really because we're, we're showing our intent from the outset um and it you know, we work with them all day long to try and get their businesses growing and give them all the tools they need to grow their business. Paul, thanks so much for your time. It's been great having you on and I'm sure we'll catch up again soon. You're welcome, Mike. That's it for this episode. Well done for making it to the end and being as though you have, why not subscribe to the Garage World podcast in your podcast player? We've got further information on everything we've covered in today's episode on the Garage Wild website and you can get in touch with me by emailing michael.ruff at garagewild.co.uk. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with a new episode in a couple of weeks.